Welcome to Skills for Life, a podcast about high-demand jobs that are shaping future opportunities. This show is brought to you by the North Shore Schools Foundation. I'm Kira Dorian, your host and a North Shore mom. Let's get started. Today on the show, I am speaking with Chris Holt, site head at the Bristol-Myers Squibb Cell Therapy Manufacturing Facility in Bothell, Washington. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kira. Lovely to be here. And um, uh, thank you for the opportunity for um, uh, maybe sharing some of my career and some insight into the uh, the biotech industry. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is such an exciting industry that you're in. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Can you start by just telling us a little bit about what it is you actually do? Okay. So um, here up in Bothell, we've got a site, about 650 people, and we manufacture CAR-T cell therapies um, for our patients. So if you're unfortunate enough to have lymphoma um, and you've tried um, at least one other treatment and it's failed, then there's the opportunity to to basically take the product that we manufacture here. Um, we take a, a small amount of material from the patient. Um, we do a, a genetic change basically to, to turbocharge um, some of the white blood cells. Um, we grow some. And then about a month later, we introduce them back into um, the patient's um, body and uh, it attacks the lymphoma cells. Wow. So forgive my ignorance. This might be a really silly question, but is that the same as immunotherapy? It's similar. It's kind of the next generation. Oh. Immunotherapy is what they describe as typical biologics. We're doing the next generation of activity there where we're actually helping the patient's cells. Um, we're modifying them slightly and reintroducing them back into the body to um, have a, as an, a, a bigger effect as possible on the patient's condition. Wow. And, and that's specific to lymphoma? Um, here in uh, Bothell, we manufacture a lymphoma product and we've got a sister site um, over in New Jersey that does a product for lymphoma and uh, myeloma. And we're expanding our networkers at the moment as well to Massachusetts and overseas in Leiden. Wow, that's incredible. What's the success rate like for something like that? Oh, I need to be careful in terms of what I say because it's only been on the market now for about 18 months. But I think it's showing a clear um, survival rate improvement. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been approved um, by the FDA, the Food and Drugs Administration, um, who oversee um, all pharmaceutical activity in the US. But no, it has a, a favorable impact on patient health, which is one of the great things about working in the, the, the biotech and the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, I bet. That's incredible. So tell me a little bit about how you got here. What did your career path look like to become site head at BMS? A, a relatively long and winding road. So I was um, born in the UK um, uh, back in the 1970s. Um, I actually did a chemistry degree in the UK. And then I kind of lapsed into engineering in a nice sense. Um, I got a job at an engineering consultancy, started getting involved in working on basically um control systems in and around um, pharma facilities. And then towards the, um, uh, the kind of mid-90s, ended up working for a pharmaceutical company for 13 years based in the UK and France. And through working with them, I got introduced to some colleagues in the US. And um, 2012, I, um, I actually came over to the US um, in North Carolina with an engineering role there, uh, working at a large site um, in Greenville, North Carolina. 2015, moved up to New Hampshire, working at another biologics-type um, manufacturing facility um, in cell therapy as well. And then um, three years ago, three and a half years ago, moved over to Washington State, um, where I worked for a CDMO for a year and a half. And I've been over the road um, here at BMS um, for the last two years as site head. Wow, that's incredible. So I'm curious, you've said that this is really the more updated version of immunotherapy. This is next generation. So how do you see this field transforming over the next five to 10 years as our students come into the workplace? 
Good question. I think the fundamentals in terms of how you do a manufacturing process and how you run a manufacturing site won't necessarily change too much. I mean, it's it's a true team effort in terms of it's not just manufacturing, it's the testing side, it's the facilities side, um, finance, logistics, um, all the typical things to kind of make um, uh, to make a factory successful. I think in terms of the process and the science, what's very interesting at the moment is that I have 650 people here on site and we service around about 20 patients a week. Um, so um, the scale is pretty intense due to the nature of the process. So where the science is heading is that rather than doing one patient at a time, can I basically develop the science to a point where I can do um, uh, execute one process and actually serve tens, hundreds, and thousands of patients with one batch, which is more similar to kind of the existing pharma and the biologics industries. So there's a there's a scale challenge that um, the cell and gene therapy world is is kind of working through at the moment. Mm, wow. So if students are interested in this field, what kind of skills are they going to need right now, but also with that knowledge that it is changing and evolving, the scale is going to look different? What kind of skills should our students be developing to set themselves up for success? Well, it's it's very diverse. There are entry-level roles into the pharmaceutical and biologics and biotech industry. So you can come in as a manufacturing associate straight out of high school. Um, you can probably come in as a, a quality control, a microbiology kind of starter, an associate um, straight out of high school as well. And the main things there, you, you need some technical kind of acumen in terms of um, math skills and um, some, some decent English skills. But mostly it's about attitude, the ability to work safely, work in a team, follow instructions, and manage stress and conflict where that might occur in the workplace, um, because it can be pretty intense um, in terms of um, uh, just the need for focus. Yeah, So there are entry-level roles there that um, are relatively straightforward, and you can come in at 18, 19, and build a very successful career from it. The other route is you can continue your education. If you want to kind of come into the sector, then obviously there's more opportunities if you do a biochemistry or you do an engineering degree or process engineering degree or similar, um, because that's at the heart of the business that we do. However, you know, here on site, I've got a head of engineering. Um, uh, who worked for the Coast Guard for 20 years. Hmm. I've got um, a finance guy who used to work for Amazon. I've got a project management lead um, who used to work for um, for Boeing. So you can come in from many directions into the kind of the biologics and the pharmaceutical sector. So technical always helps for obvious reasons, but there's many routes um, uh, and many kind of opportunities in our business. It's not just science, science, science all the time. Mm, that's really cool to hear. And I love that they're are different paths and not all of them require a college degree. I love when we get to hear that. So I'm curious if students are interested and they want to kind of jumpstart things now, are there volunteer opportunities, internships, classes that they should be focusing in on in high school that are just going to help them have a little bit of a leg up? Sure. I mean, I, I think in terms of a leg up, is there if there's the opportunity, and I know some schools in the North Shore area and beyond, they'll do um, additional kind of study opportunities in terms of biotech, in terms of microbiology, um, in terms of kind of the biosciences. If you do that kind of studying, then it's always going to put you in a slightly favorable position in terms of you have a natural interest into the business that you might be moving into. I think internships, um, we have an arrangement with Shoreline College, um, and we take in, I think it's about three to four Shoreline college students every um, half year and we do um, a three-month kind of program with them the other thing to do to be honest with you is to apply 
uh, if you go to the BMS website under careers, there'll be manufacturing associate roles there and QC associate roles there advertised. Is apply and throw your hat in the ring. That's fantastic. I love hearing that. Are there certain people that this industry suits, you know, certain personality types? You talked about it being intense, that there's some high levels of stress in there. Do you see certain personality traits that are more conducive to success? I maybe overplayed the stress a little bit. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, there's stress at times because especially the business we do, we, we quite literally have the patient in our hands due to the nature of the processing. So there's a high degree of responsibility. I think for me, if you're going to be successful in pharma, you have to be a team player. That's probably the most important thing. The stuff that we do is um, is complex, it's highly regulated, and you cannot do everything yourself. So if you're the kind of person who enjoys working and playing as a team, that's always a, a good starting point. Just the ability to work with people with different styles and maybe different expectations um, and maybe different experiences is really important. Um, that's key. Yeah. Um, the ability to concentrate, follow instructions, because um, uh, we have very clear procedures in terms of how we execute our manufacturing ability. So just really need to be uh, pretty straightforward, want to work as a team, want to help the patient and one of the great things about our industry is really want to develop your career because there's many, many opportunities, not just within a manufacturing site, but within a manufacturing and pharmaceutical and biologics organization. You can go anywhere and do anything. Mm. And that's kind of what you've done. I mean, you have been all over. And is that pretty co- is that common for the field? I think, you know, I think mobility is important. I think most of the folks who've kind of reached a certain level in an organization, you getting exposed to different cultures and different parts of a business is extremely important because it gives you the context and it also allows you to understand how folks operate, whether it's in continental Europe, whether it's in China, whether it's in South America, different styles, different expectations. And you you, you develop some fantastic relationships and um, uh, lifelong colleagues and in some cases, lifelong friends. Hmm. Oh, I love that. So I'd love to know what you love about your job. I mean, you've been in it a long time. You're still in it. So you must like it. So tell us why. I think for me, it's um, it's, it's kind of probably number one is the purpose in terms of what we do. I mean, I can genuinely say hand on heart is that what we do here, here, here in Bothell with BMS and across the kind of pharmaceutical sector, to be honest, is we, we're, we're trying to and we want to do the right thing for the patient. So helping transform patients' lives with therapies, treatments, et cetera, to kind of um, address, their, um, address their conditions. I think that's kind of number one. Um, in terms of the other things I really love about the job, it's um, I love the energy of manufacturing just supporting patients, just the the throughput and the opportunity. We're making something, we're making a difference, and we're doing it together. So a good manufacturing site, you'll have an energy and a hum and a buzz. I really enjoy that. I enjoy just working with my team, really. I've got folks from California. I've got folks from Canada. I've got folks from the East Coast um, uh, around the table. And it's just, it's just nice to have a team who are very mixed, very diverse, but all pointing in the same direction. So it's the patient, it's the energy, and it's just the, the pleasure of working people day in, day out. Mm. Oh, it sounds fantastic. So last question. I've been asking all my guests this recently. If you could give your 18-year-old self some advice or some words of wisdom, bearing in mind that that's who's listening to this show, right, is high school students and their parents. And sometimes parents need that word, (laughs) those words of wisdom too. What would you say? I think a couple of things really is, is just don't be afraid to apply. Just put your name out there. Build a resume. 
based on what you've done. And if you're kind of 17, 18 year old, you might think, oh, I haven't really had a job. But I think there's things that you do in life, whether it's volunteering, whether it's sports, those skills are translatable and they're meaningful in terms of employers. So if you've been a captain of a team, if you've done some volunteer activity, that stands out in a resume when you're trying to put it together. I think the other thing for me, and um, this is something that I've learned through my career, is that as a as a as a boss, <laughs> I love I love people who uh, embrace the difficult because there are always some things about running a factory that are less glamorous than others. But the person who rolls their sleeves up and contributes um, on behalf of the whole site and maybe takes on the more difficult or less glamorous tasks that makes a difference, and people do see it. So put yourself on a pedestal nicely and, and volunteer for whether it's safety, whether it's doing quality walkthroughs, whether it's doing some uh, some kind of charity or some local community work, put your name out there because you'll get spotted as someone who can and wants to make a difference. And um, that's only going to do great things for your career. Mm, I love it. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today. What a cool and really important field that you're in. The work you're doing is so meaningful. And I appreciate you taking the time to share your knowledge and expertise with me. Well, absolute pleasure, Kira. Thanks for the opportunity. We hope you'll join us again and remember to hit subscribe to be notified about upcoming episodes. Join the conversation on our Facebook page, Build Skills for Life. That's Build Skills, the number four, and then the word life. Are you interested in advertising as a sponsor for this podcast? Contact us at podcast at nsdfoundation.org. To learn more about the North Shore Schools Foundation, visit us at northshoreschoolsfoundation.org. Thanks for listening.